1: Hey there, Knicks fans. How you doing? That's your boy, John of the Macri, with you for another episode of the Knicks Film School podcast coming at you to end your first week of August. Um, not much going on in Knicks Land. You know, minor, minor report uh, coming out from Tony Jones of The Athletic uh, uh, earlier this week in regards to Knicks want to hang on to Quentin Grimes. Jazz really want Quentin Grimes. Uh, other than that, Same old, same old. So we continue on kind of with these, you know, shooting the shit pods. Today, bring on our good, 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 good friend. He is beyond a friend of the pod. He is something elevated above friend of the pod. Uh, David Fudernick. He has not been on the show, I think, in several months. Uh, So it's always a great time. And uh, you will enjoy this convo. As a reminder... We will be back with another pick draft that we, uh, myself, Jeremy, and Andrew are doing the second overall picks throughout all of NBA history for our next draft. That'll be coming your way after this weekend. That's it. Uh, other than that, hope everybody's good. And here's my conversation with David Funenick. Joining me now on the Next Film School Podcast, the most honored guest, the most honored guest that we have ever, in the sense that. He he he's he's a he's beyond friend of the show. You know what? Actually, I thought of what him, is you know, what is what is beyond friend. What would that term be? I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you that in a second. After I actually the <laughs> show. I thought of I thought of today's guest the other day as I was walking past someone who had a T-shirt on, it said "Friend of the Pod," and mm. I'm like, "What a great shirt!" Because everybody somewhere, everybody is a friend of some pod somewhere and i was like but that's what makes it funny but we this is why i bring this up we need a new term to describe you david footer what is beyond friend of the pod rabbi of the pod see you give me a little bit more on that because as you know i am not of the of the jewish persuasion
2: well you have me on you know uh to consult and you know to guide you to, to share my to share my wisdom,
1: so you know. my consig- conciliary of of the yeah party.
2: yes yes Okay. yeah, I think the sil- the sil- the Silvio I'm the Silvio oh, yeah
1: dude, I that's, that's the other time I thought of you recently, um when Paulie ah, R I P
2: yeah all those. all so of them very bizarre weird string of just. Uh, actors and all the great Italian, like mafia stuff, just dying.
1: I, I said, yeah, to everybody my wife, pr- protect Robert De Niro at all I w- costs. Please. I, I said to my wife after, I think it was at, who was the most recent one? Was it uh Sorvino? Sorvino. Yeah. Sorvino. Yeah. after Sorvino, yeah. I said to my wife, I said, I swear if something comes across and it's, it starts with Al Pacino or Robert De Niro, I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to melt into a, into a puddle on the ground right there, wherever I am. Yeah. Yeah um but what can you protect do because <laughs> protect, protect yeah. he's what? doing so much great acting these days <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh man how are you man it's been it's good to talk to you on the pod it's good uh, so so this
2: is a pod is is that like spaces <laughs> i'm not
1: familiar with pods i'm familiar with spaces i have shout out to hold on i want to make sure i get it right i want to say big nick energy is that someone that's on that's a yes 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 he's been he's been politely asking me to come on his spaces Mm. and i and i've said i'll 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 try to carve out you know 20 minutes or something which john look as the rabbi
2: of the pod please let let me give you some advice let me consult stay away from these spaces just, just stay away. I told him. I said are, I've never
1: I've never partaken.
2: <laughs> they are a, a cesspool of just just garbage, garbage. Uh, just, just, just stay away. I'm so happy I, you I, got right into this. I, could, I'm a I'm a I'm a big fan of Julito and and Sean and Cedric Shines uh, spaces. OK, I think that that is the Cadillac of. Oh, wow. Nick's, Nick's Twitter spaces. They have a wonderful show. Um, because the three of them are terrific and, um, and they, and they run it like a well oiled machine because you have to, most of these spaces, it's like 10 people talking at once. The takes are insane. You know, it's just like if W it's like if, if Francesa just let all of his crazy callers just all talk at once and didn't interrupt them. Wait, do you have the spaces? Me no. Yeah. No. 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 Do you go? I was space? doing when Blue Wire Bases? was having us do this. The whatever. Uh. Whatever oh, uh, that was. Locker room. Locker room. Locker room. There. Yeah.
1: And then green room. And which we and joke green about room. Brown and, room. And yes, yeah, yes. 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 Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. When it worked. When <laughs> yeah. it worked. Uh, I, I did that. I did that because Blue Wire was kind of uh, floating floating us to do that. Yeah. But no, I I have no patience to to do a spaces. No. No. I'll let I'll let um the people who are good at it do it and and the 95% of people that are not good at doing it let them just
1: flood the spaces <laughs> yeah, yeah. and and go into the spaces and and talk but not host that's the yes okay
2: yeah I, I you know I jump I listen from time to time and I I stew and I just you know but I'm not one to talk on these spaces I and mean, it's just why we, we don't no, need I, to add it. There's no reason to add another fan voice to the cacophony of
1: people talking about so mix. so this is part of why I wanted to bring you on. Well, I wanted to bring you on because I just like bullshitting with you as you could as everybody knows by now. But we were trying to do this for a long time. So what that was the, hold on before we, we continue, were we were, were about to the- record
2: and my my previous microphone decided to die that day. <laughs> And then, then we yes. had two
1: other scheduled times that like, yes. I had to cancel them and you had to, or maybe yeah, you had, them.
2: you had to take your family to go eat Hershey's kisses, I don't, you know, like, which we did. And how was I have, that? It was good. Uh, the, the town smells like chocolate, right? Is that
1: what I've heard? <laughs> the, <laughs> the fact that like the place where you go, where they get you to spend all of the money on just all kinds of needless shit this, here, you know, what's behind me. Hold on. I'm going to, if you're watching on the YouTube, you could see a giant oh, wow. Kit Kat pillow that my older daughter just had to have. Wow! Uh, can't wait for like the next time you guys move for that to go in the garbage. That thing is. <laughs> it'll get. I'll tape it to her when we move. <laughs> um, yeah. It, so that place smelled kind of like chocolate. I don't. I don't know how we got on this topic. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We, so, we were trying to do this for. A we were while. trying to do it for yeah. a while. But is, yeah. when's the last time? you the last time you were on the Knicks were still probably playing basketball games, right? Oh my god! Is, I, think I think it's I? been that long. Was
2: uh, last time I was on Bing Bong was still fun and fresh, I guess. Oh, Jesus,
1: yeah. I, Was that ever? It was like a week. No,
2: it was. Two it weeks. was like a night. It was like a night. Until the first loss, until the first whatever was it, the Hornets or the 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 Magic? It was the the, Magic, the Magic,
1: the Magic. Loss that when when Uh, we all started going downhill in Game Three. Yeah, Um, whenever they whenever they posted Bing Bong, when we lost them. Yeah, that was the death. That was the death. You can't. That's why you can't. You can't get. It's like when the Timberwolves, a few years ago, when they were like, "Hey, we're good now," which is funny. They're actually good now, but like, right. yeah and then they ended up stinking anyway i i wanted to yeah i wanted to get so it has been a while which is important yes. because you the saint that you are somehow <laughs> you you still even amidst lots of stuff going on in your life yes. um maintain a fairly regular online presence <laughs> less regular than i had but
2: yes uh, yeah 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 i i still try to do the memes and do
1: the tweets. Yeah, yeah. so you're like my conduit because, as, as we joke about, I don't have as much time anymore to to do it. And I I feel like with the with the Donovan Mitchell stuff, especially, but really, you could go back to before that. I this is probably not the the healthiest time to be. Is <laughs> uh heavy? No, you could
2: cut it off there. It's not the healthiest time to be. to be
1: uh, a a Knicks fan that is heavily online. I feel like uh, here's what I say. Cause I, I I do, as I say all the time on on pod, I do spend, I try to spend at least five to 10 minutes a day, just kind of scrolling down my feed to get a sense of like what the conversation is. And I feel like a lot of the times over the last few months, I usually don't, I can't last the amount of time that I would like to spend because it's just, I don't know what, and then I asked, I'm like, has it always been this way? And I just haven't realized it. And I don't don't know. I don't know how we got here. I don't, I don't know.
2: It's no, it's worse now. It's worse now because I I think people feel a little bit more, uh, empowered. Mm. People are a little less timid. Um, and look, that's a good thing for some smart people that should be posting, but that's a, a bad thing for a lot of people that just post too much. Uh, like when Chris Mannix was on uh, Dan oh. Patrick's show the other day, yeah. You know, I tweeted, "Danny Ainge will win this trade." Oh, it's historical. Uh, obvious, obviously sarcastic. Yeah. I got so many people in my replies like, "Well, you don't know that." Like, actually, I don't think he will because this and that. It's like, oh man, you just like you you can't do anything online without like this. The worst people just like you know, in your, in your, uh, replies. So I have made a conscious decision as much as I can to just, just walk away. Just don't, just don't, you know, God bless Schwinney. Schwinney is like, I'm going to respond to every one of these motherfuckers and, and I'm I'm going to give them the business. I don't have the bandwidth or the energy to do that anymore. So
1: God bless him. He's willing to shoot fire back at people. See, but- I feel like, if twitter if like nick's twitter was an island that maybe several people have left the island over the years in terms of the regular participation and and schwinn has used god bless schwinn he has used this as an opportunity to he he has now seized control of the island it is schwinnie island
2: yes yes yeah. i love it i love yeah. it yeah it's good yet yeah. You you have made the um the mature and uh, proper decision to uh, stay off there as much as possible, because it's it's out of control, it's out of control, and I blame Danny Ainge. Let's just blame Danny <laughs> Ainge. He's dri- he he's he's driven at all of our fan base completely insane, completely insane. Everybody is crazy now, because like like oh, okay so. The trade is going to happen, right?
1: Like we feel pretty sure about that at this point. You know, if you would asked me that a month or whatever when the report—I mean, it's been a month now, I guess—since the since the initial report came out, right? If you yeah. asked me that a month ago, if you asked me that two weeks ago, if you asked me that a week ago, I gotta say the last couple of days is the first. T- I still think it will happen. And if you gave me even odds, it happens or it doesn't happen. I'd still bet that it happens. Yeah. past couple of days is the first time that it is the possibility has really entered my mind that like, man, would it absolutely shock me if we were sitting here and it was game one of the season and Donovan Mitchell is still a member of the Utah Jazz. I, but it's Knicks or it's
2: Knicks or bust, right? I mean, like he, I, he's not. Ainge isn't going to just decide like, okay, Tyler Hero sounds good.
1: I don't think I don't think he will because I don't think. Well, if we really want to get into it, I've and I've kind of intimated this before, and I'll say it explicitly now if I haven't already. I don't think he cares about Miami's picks. Not that he doesn't care about Miami's picks, but like, what Mm -hmm. evidence has since Pat Riley has been in Miami, with the exception of two years, right? Because Beasley was the number two pick and Wade was the number five pick. I'm pretty sure those are the only picks they've they've had that have been that high. Like, what evidence is there that that team? Is ever gonna bottom out and like really stink, especially when seemingly you know, the league everybody in the league always tries to move their way there. Hell, I mean Donovan Mitchell, that may be his his preferred destination. I mean, I love Bam,
2: but you know, uh you know, obviously, Lowry is over the hill and, but they'll and, figure and Jimmy. And Jimmy yeah, they'll, uh, they yeah, always seem true. to figure it's it true. out. They, I mean, look at it this way. Right. Pat Robbie, the, that that fucking snake did. He always makes snake. it happen. Yeah. He always makes it happen. That Gordon Gecko motherfucker. I hate him so much, yeah, but I also yeah.
1: respect the hell out of him. Um yeah. No, but like he was in jail a couple of years ago with those terrible contracts that he signed. It was his fault, mm-hmm. you know, with the Kelly Olinick and the James Johnson, and I'm, I'm forgetting somebody else. It was a bad deal, and even like Duncan Robinson, not a good, not a good contract in retrospect. But yeah, I think, I think Ainge thinks that Riley will probably figure it out. So I don't think he cares about that. That mm-hmm. you know, but it's like I when the reports came out the other day about oh Charlotte's been making phone calls. And Washington, Washington, I put aside because they they are very pick encumbered. But like Charlotte, today, if they want to, they could trade their their twenty seven and twenty nine first round picks unprotected and with a swap in between. Man, if I'm another organization, and I have a chance to get to own Charlotte's drafts five, six, and seven years from now. Yeah, uh, you t- you take that. That's not. But again, I'm just. I'm like again. I'm spitballing. I'm just. The reason I I even bring it up is it. And this is why I say it for the first time it's entered my mind. Like, hmm, I I wonder if 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 this is really going to happen. See, because how how much of hardball is Leon Rose prepared to play? That's that's really where I'm at.
2: See, I think what's going for the Knicks the most is that it's very apparent that he wants to be in New York
1: or or Miami. I. I think he would be okay in Miami, but I think Miami or New York, and specifically, I think he wants to be on the Knicks. Right, exactly. exactly. So uh,
2: I, just I I don't see Ainge going that far because it could turn really sour if the if the season starts and Donovan's still there. It could it, it could be really it could be kind of ugly.
1: I think that's one of the one of the variables that I'm interested in. What what would happen if he's on the roster? I would imagine on that's one that's how Leon feels. You know,
2: he he you know, the in the game of chicken, I feel like he's like Ainge Ange will eventually buckle before the season starts. That's so, how that's how I would feel if I was Leon. Now I'm not I'm not, not smart enough to run a front office. So maybe listen that's that's off Steve, base. Steve Mills, God bless him. <laughs>
1: He went to Princeton, though. He did <laughs> yeah. go to Princeton. Phil Jackson, brilliant basketball mind. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't. I don't need to say anything else there. Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. I'm talking you up here.
2: Yeah. Okay. Actually, you know what? I could do it very easily. I could do it.
1: Uh, I'll help you. Then we'll really be in trouble. Oh God. Um, no, but like, um, I think so. And this is why I think that this for as unhealthy as maybe some of the discourse has been about it, I do think it is a fascinating discussion because one of the very first topics that came up when we started talking about the Mitchell thing was like leverage, who has leverage? And they were it was back and forth. I think initially it was um, like Danny Ainge stare, like, kind of being able to stare down Leon Rose and like, okay, the report's out there. We're trading Mitchell. I dare you not to give us what we want.
2: And I think yeah L- ten pit p- ten picks in <laughs> all of your young players.
1: <laughs> and your and your your uh oh no his first born his firstborn is Sam Rose, ironically enough. Um yeah. Mm. Yeah, trade trade us same row. wow For the first baby to tamper? The first baby. <laughs> um you know and I think Leon Rose did a good job of surviving... I don't know what I call it, surviving that, but like he whatever, he got over that. I think now maybe the game flips because not, well, not yet because it's, it's just the beginning of August training camp doesn't open for, you know, close to two months. Mm -hmm. But I think that's maybe the next time, because again, it's, it's like, all right, we're, they're really going to open camp with Mitchell there and force Mitchell to answer questions and force the coach to answer questions and have this big distraction. But if they get past that hurdle, then I don't know. Does the pressure go back on the Knicks? Does the pressure stay in Utah? Because game one is Mitchell going to be on the roster? Like, I think the training camp one is probably the bigger one because I guess maybe my Mm -hmm. hot take is I think that they could keep Mitchell and still be like, because like we've seen teams like be mediocre for 10, 15, 20, 25 games and get heavily into the tanking race like houston did it a couple of years ago like they were they had like a winning yeah. record after 28 oh, yeah. um and then they ended up uh that was i think the, the pick they got uh Jalen green um if i'm if i'm not mistaken so like i think i don't think that is like the end of the world if, he, if they're like oh he's on the roster game one of media that we're going to win too many games but yeah i don't know
2: so there's a uh, so in recent days there's a there's a kernel of doubt now in your mind
1: that it might not happen. Not doubt. I guess in a way, and honestly, in a way, this is my way of complimenting Leon Rose because I do, I think, well, the guy that won't have press conferences. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think we would have to do to get Leon Rose to come and talk to me and you on this podcast (laughs) about all of his deepest, darkest secrets. Be different people. That's for sure.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Be different, much more powerful people. Uh, no we talked, we'd, we'd talked have to, to be Dol- a couple of Dolans well yes I mean Mike Breen has been Mike on Breen. this pod that's true that's true Mike Breen it's a property A equals B B equals C you've had Chuck D you've had, you've had a lot of heady, heavy hitters on here you? yeah no, none heavier nope. than you of course <laughs> well I, I'm, I'm trying to lose some weight <laughs> I don't know that beard's like a pretty thick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get a haircut today, and I'm like, I, and every time I get a haircut, people are like, "Why did you lose weight?" And I'm like, "Nope,
1: definitely not." I'm in definitely the weird in between zone right now because my beard, my beard was getting untenable, so I trimmed it yesterday. But I try to coordinate my beard trimmings and my haircuts on the same day because I hate the way. I look when I have a trimmed beard, but like my hair is still long. You're so, so vain. you're so vain, man. I'm the vainest person alive, <laughs> man. I'm the vainest motherfucker. Listen, to you, listen, listen, listen to yourself. <laughs> I need to I need to look my best because only it all me soon lo- over here. Only me looking at my best can I feel like I'm I am I should be allowed out of the house if I look anything <laughs> other than my best. That's fair. They That's should lock fair. me away. Good um, for you. Most married
2: men just give up. So no, you know, good for you. Good for you.
1: There was a day, uh, last week I ran, I ran like five or six miles, three out of four days. I was, I was Ooh, look at you. Yeah. in the, in the summer in New York. I'm impressed. It was that dude. I'm going to be 40 next year. I, I am definitely going through that midlife crisis where it's like 40 years old. I need the, I need the six pack abs. Yep. I need, I need the, the gun show. Yep, yep. I need yeah. the Metamucil. Yeah. Terrible <laughs> <For laughs> sure. So. Anyway, so yeah, back to back to Leon Rose. Uh, yes. Come on the pod, Leah. Future, future friend of the pod. Future Leon friend Rose. He'll he'll be a friend of the pod. He does not yeah, get yeah. any special designation. Um, but not until not until he talks to the media. Yes, yeah, but you must <laughs> talk to the media, man. Um so yeah, I think he's done a really good job. And yeah, again, famous last words. I actually I trust him and I trust the front office and I trust where they're at right now. And I I, and this is actually get kind of a roundabout way to get back to the whole next Twitter discussion. And the reason I like it is because everybody's rationale, I think, in the media for why the trade was going to get done. Period, but especially sooner rather than later, is that, oh, it's the Knicks. They've been gearing up for this. They have mm-hmm. what it takes to get it done. They'll pay what they need to pay to get it done. And look, yeah. Maybe and, the, they- and, the, and, the, and the idea that look, the Knicks need this. So I wanna, need. Him. I want to go back to that, I, and this is a point I want to talk to you about because I think a lot of people feel the same way that you do. Which is, when the media says the Knicks need Donovan Mitchell, it comes off in a certain way where it's like, like we're a small market team, or we're desperate.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, no, th- yeah. This idea, it's like like similar to you know your Indianas or your Charlotte's or you know what have you, where it's like. You need to make this trade because players don't you don't typically have a chance to get players
1: like this because nobody wants to go there. So that's I like the way that you phrase that because I think yes, that is that is true of some cities, that it is not true of New York. The reason why I admire Leon for having the chutzpah to to hold off and giving up everything. I know, oh, the
2: yeah. rabbi, the rabbi approves
1: of that. The rabbi, yes. <laughs> the rabbi approves. Yes. That's a t-shirt. Um, <laughs> is because, and this is has been an unpopular take of mine. I do think, not that they need Donovan Mitchell because of the reasons you're saying, but the given the situation that exists in terms of the landscape of the league, where star players are at in terms of how their happiness level with their current teams, the ages of a lot of those respective players. I do believe there will not be a better first star to trade for than Donovan Mitchell right now. I think this is the best opportunity they will have to get the ball rolling on, God willing, eventually Becoming a contending team. It does not mean that they need to give up everything. And in fact, I've tried to couch that my sentiment on that with, but the deal still needs to make sense. And I understand I'm trying to have my cake and eat it too here. But like, this is a situation that makes a lot of sense for these two teams to make this trade. And the fact that they haven't made the trade yet, again, I have to think it's because Leon is sticking to his guns. And that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I I don't I do think that, again, a lot of people got bent out of shape with this notion that the Knicks need Donovan Mitchell. And I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you want Donovan Mitchell? Are you like are, well, yeah, for the
2: for, for the right price? Yeah. Yeah. I Look, I, he has his flaws, which is why he does, you know, which is why that opening ask by Ainge was insane. Um, it wasn't. He, insane. Yes. I, we know his defensive woes, and we know his crunch time
1: woes. Like those are the uh, you know it and and playmaking. Is, if if you look at his, right. if you look at where he his distribution is at, and how how many how how much better he makes his teammates, and the passes he makes, and more importantly, the passes he doesn't make,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and you compare it to other guys that he wants to be considered in their caliber as offensive players. Forget about defense; it's just as offensive players he's not on their level. And I think for no. me, that's probably the biggest knock. Cause I think he'll defend when he, when he cares. I just think he's given a shit for a couple of years. Right. But so you do want him. What, what is your, do you have one walk away point or you're like, I know I'll know it when I, I'll know an overpay when I see it. I obviously
2: want to give up. Uh, I don't give a shit about the picks, you know, like I, I don't care. I don't okay. care about the picks. Uh, to an extent, I don't want to give up. That's what I was <laughs> going to ask. Too many picks, but also it's like this is why they this is why they have stockpiled the picks, you know. Like, uh, and we we never tank, so why are we hanging on all these picks? Like when we're like you know, with the exception of the RJ year, like we're never high lottery anyway. And they've they've shown um this front office has shown a real talent at finding good players late first, early second round, you know? Uh, so I trust that they can still find some gems in the draft. Um, while giving away some of these firsts. Are now, you I, like, I don't, I obviously want to part with as few of our young guys as
1: possible. That's where you you that's what you care about.
2: Yes. Most. That's okay. what I care about. Because some of these guys, I think, are are uh, are going to
0: contribute to winning basketball. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data
3: If you haven't heard already, it's Smooth Sack Summer. When you're playing in the summer sun, make sure you're scaped from pubes to bum. That's right, this is the summer to keep your balls cool while you're still looking hot with Manscaped. The leader in below-the-belt grooming is making sure we all have a ball this summer by giving our pants partners everything they need to stay fresh. Dive headfirst into Smooth Sack Summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with our code FILMSCHOOL. The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 has everything you need to prepare that summer bod. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, Crop Preserver ball deodorant, Crop Reviver toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. Their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their Advantage Skin Safe technology. The lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on-off switch, and gives you the ability to turn the 4,000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? Beach, lake, or shower, this razor will devour even the strongest pubes. Now that you have the perfect haircut, use Manscaped's liquid formulations to keep that freshness even at the hottest BBQs. Most importantly, use the Crop Preserver deodorant to stay cool in the heat. With a soothing aloe vera formula, it's the best in the business for below-the-waist freshness, and this clear-drying formula will keep looking good while smelling good. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag that will bring your comfort to another level. Wearing sandals with some nasty toenails during the summer months? Take a look at the Shears 2.0, a luxury nail grooming kit. This includes stainless steel nail cutters, tweezers, and grooming scissors. With the performance package, your balls will be ready to impress, but make sure you cover the rest with the Shears 2.0. Don't hesitate. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code FILMSCHOOL at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code FILMSCHOOL at manscaped.com. It's smooth sack summer, boys. Get on board or get left behind. I don't want to part with both IQ and
2: Grimes. I, I would like to hang on to one of them. I, I think I probably believe in Grimes more just as a complementary player to other star players. You know, I, I think what he does defensively his shot and what he's like, I'm really impressed with how much he's grown in a short amount of time. Um, now, Danny Ainge knows that too. Like he, we all have eyeballs, you know. I think I think the summer league performance is a little overblown, as summer league always often is, uh, whether it's positive or negative. Um, but
1: he was starting last year. <laughs> but it's not just that he was starting, and like he, once he got the opportunity, it felt like. It was to me, at least, it was evident early on. He's not giving this up. And the only reason he eventually gave it up was because he got hurt. And then when he tried to come back uh, late in the year, and credit to him, like, if I know he's a rookie and he wanted to like show Um, what he's made of and everything. I I was at that Miami
2: game when he like limped off. It was awful. And it was was his first game back. Three seconds, right? Yeah. 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 Oh. Um, But you, you love that. The kid has it. Uh, The kid has. Oh, he has it. He has it, and and that that is the type of player. Like when they're in year three, four, five, like where you're like, oh, this is a dude on a championship caliber team. Like the third or fourth dude on a championship caliber team. I think
1: we're seeing it. All right, you
2: you can like yeah, like you will succeed with him on the court, and he doesn't need the ball in his hands. He's he can catch and shoot. He can play defense. He's like clearly added you know, a little drive to his game now, which is important. So, it, you know, help help him, you know, his defenders respect his shot a little bit more too. So I tend to lean towards him over IQ. I don't want to part with both of them. Now, Obi is the interesting thing because I feel like, you know, what is OB? We haven't been able to see Obi. I love Obi. But like OB played fucking 10 minutes at a
1: time last year. Well, that's the thing. It's it's not just what is Obi, it's where is OB? As in, is he on the court or is he on the bench? (laughs) And like uh we're we're recording this on on Thursday, August 4th. Uh I I probably there's gonna be a long-winded way of getting back to Obi, but today's the day that we that LeBron James is allowed to um extend uh, with the Los Angeles Lakers should he should he hmm. so choose? I wonder I wonder if you will <laughs> I, but here's my point and this is I've referenced this on the show a few times cuz I do think this has to do this connects to the next because at your if who if you're LeBron and you feel like you've lost your stranglehold on the Lakers organization over the last year after they did nothing at the trade deadline right mm-hmm. And they kept they hang hung on to the pics the whole thing, and like Jeannie Bus is sending out whatever tweets. Well, before her Twitter account, <laughs> what did what did her? I haven't seen what uh, did her Je- Jeannie account? put Jeannie put the Casamigos down. Like oh,
2: is it, is it just uh, you know? Is it bad? Just, whatever she her because I just know her account got hacked. Did it get hacked? Apparently that's is what, that is what? Well, that's what everyone always says when like they make some mistakes on Twitter. How bad is it? Whatever she tweeted. It wasn't bad. It was just like, whoa, what's going on here? It's just like, kind of a, like an emotional like Kobe tweet. Oh that no, just, that I saw. Oh, I you saw something that. else. More oh, recently. oh,
1: there was something else. Oh. oh, we should we should look this up live on no, we'll, 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 we won't make Andrew's life too tough. Maybe yeah. Um, maybe you could. I'll look it up real quick uh, the next time you you're talking about something. But no, I was so. So yeah, Jeannie had that weird emotional tweet about Kobe and. You know, kind of shots fired to LeBron. Right. Yeah, LeBron and, and Russ not making eye contact at Summer League. Mm-hmm. So, what other way does LeBron James have to exert pressure on the Lakers organization other than not signing an extension and going into unrestricted free agency next year? And does that push the Lakers' hand as far as trying to find a taker for Russ? Now, how do I, re- how am I relating this to Obi? Because I maintain that the best offer I think that could be on the table for the Lakers could be Russ in exchange for Julius and Evan Fournier. And then if you get Utah involved, there's your, there's your trade. Mm -hmm. Could you get the Lakers to send a first round picks to, uh, to the jazz to give them some more draft equity? Maybe that's, that's how you keep, whether it's Grimes or Obi or whatever. Mm -hmm. And if you do that, then sure as shit, you're going to want to keep Obi because now he's just starting to get a power power forward. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, But in the absence of that, and I've, I've, I have, I have, man, I've been a wet noodle on this point over the last month. I have just talk about the opposite of grounded. I have no conviction on this in terms of like, who do I want to keep the most and who am I most willing to send out? My heart says one thing. My head says another thing. It's
2: well, it's, it's tough to gauge, right? Because I, I, you know, I was one of the people that wanted the kids to play more last year. And it's it's hard to fully know them because they didn't all get the playing time they deserved. No, yeah. you know. So I mean, Obi especially, obviously, but like he was the but, uh, Randall should have been uh, shut down at the at the break. Yes, yes, insane.
1: So that so that makes all of this just so much harder. Uh, you know, I, it, I, I, it does. It makes it harder. Also, and here's the other my latest thought that I've been spitballing around in my in my own noggin is like i understand obi has very specific and unique traits that can disrupt a defensive game plan Mm -hmm. but i've also been thinking about like so john john collins i think for not exactly the same type of player but same kind of general outline um, and to be clear, I think Obi top and ceiling is actually higher than John Collins. That might sound insane to some people, but I, I really do believe that. I think he is. Well, we know like, what John, we know who John Collins is. We know is, what, we, exactly. So, you know, right. we know who John Collins is and we know he's not worth $25 million a year, which is what he's getting paid. No. But my point is, is John Collins a $25 million a year player? No. I don't know. Is he a $15 million a year player? Is he somewhere closer to 20? Maybe somewhere in that range. Here's the point. Atlanta went into this offseason literally everybody reported this wanting to get rid of John Collins, yep. toxic relationship with Trey young. They're like, it's really bad. Anyone could have had this guy for whatever it was. He's still on the freaking Hawks. And I don't think that's as much a John Collins thing. I think that's more of like the league recognizes where, where championship teams, like what, what their roster construction looks like. And when you're talking about that four when and you talk about those players, and by the way, Julius Randles kind of slots into this conversation too. When you're talking about big guys who aren't traditional wings, mm-hmm. like a, John Collins isn't a big wing. He's a big who can't protect the rim. Same thing as Obi Top, I mean Obi could protect the rim a little bit, we think, but you know, not not in not in the 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 sense that the the, the truly elite defensive teams I think you know right. that that type of rim production. Right, right. My point is that like you could get these guys pretty easily, you know, um, the the more traditional four men Mm -hmm. that are out there. And if you, if you have to give, if you can do the trade for Mitchell and Obi is the piece that goes out and you could live with the picks, I, I, I wonder if that's, if that's where this is headed, if you get to keep Grimes and quickly. Oh, my God. I, I mean, I, I would be content with that.
2: You I would. love I love OB. But yeah, if you could keep Grimes and IQ. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, then you have a bit of a log jam at guard. But like um, that's that's the only thing.
1: Um, so then the issue is you, if. It, well, obviously, Randall would stick around, which, again, yeah. I have my misgivings Oof. about. But- and Fournier would stick around. <laughs> So that, but that's what I'm not sure. So you can do, oh my God, I haven't checked my, my salaries structure yeah, on this yeah. in a while. I think Rose, uh, I think Rose Obi, and I think Cam would have to be outgoing too, but they could find a taker for, for, for Cam. If they I'm have. not, a, I'm not a Cam
2: guy. I'm not, I, you a, know, I'm not uh, a Cam uh, guy. Either. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's pretty obvious that they, they made that trade to be a part of a, a package at some point,
1: you know, it's, it's pretty yeah. obvious when he wasn't playing. <laughs> <laughs> when they traded for him and he was sitting on the back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. You no, know, but it does, it does create a log jam. And that's the other part of this is like, okay, you trade Obi, they sign Melo to back up Randall. It's the most predictable thing in the world. Temporarily that would create a log jam because theoretically either Fournier or Rose would still be here. Um, right. And then you still have IQ and you still have Grimes, And oh, by the way, Jalen Brunson, Donovan Mitchell, R.J. Barrett, all those guys are playing thirty, you know, 2, 34, 36 minutes a night. Um, right. But again, that doesn't have to be your final product. And <laughs> another thing I've been thinking now is like long-term, if they're going to keep Brunson, which I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon, and Mitchell, is this all playing towards we see the championship version of ourselves and it contains RJ at the four, not starting at the four, but for like when, when it comes down to when it's breast hacks and it's like playoff basketball, that's our lineup for 20 minutes a game. And again, we want to talk about getting way ahead of ourselves. I am so far ahead <laughs> of where anywhere I should reasonably be, But it, but that's what makes this conversation so fascinating is these are the discussions I think, you need to have now before you even make the straight. right? So, I don't know. Mm. I could be off base. No,
2: no, no. It, I, I agree. I agree. <sighs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I it's it, it 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 it's a there's mind, so There's a mind so mind. many.
2: There's so many. You know. There's so many combinations here, which is why, you know, everybody and their mother feels the need to chime in on the spaces. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll. So again, it's what is, we're recording this on August fourth. I've written a lot about the Mitchell thing and like possible yes. trades. I am, I think I'm going to give myself another couple of days of even touching the subject, and then I'm I'm out until camp. I can't write about Donovan Mitchell
2: stuff anymore. No, no, no. I'm tired of hearing about it. <laughs> Let,
1: let's well before we finish up, let's, let's forget about Donovan Mitchell. Yes. Are you excited about the team going into next year? Let's pretend that I mean, doesn't exist. I feel like I
2: always talk myself into being excited because you have to. Uh, I'm excited. You know, I, yeah, I mean, RJ, new season. Uh, I, I, I'm excited about Jalen Brunson. I'm so excited uh, about Brunson. I mean, we have not had a point guard in so long. It's been so long besides Derek Rose, which is like, you know, when he was healthy, look at, look at the product, you know, look at what the product was. Do you remember how
1: we felt when Derek Rose would take, would get his minutes, his 10, 12 minutes a half when he first got here and he was 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 just like, oh oh, yeah, it was like, this is what this looks like. That's I think going to be Jalen Brunson, the experience watching Jalen Brunson. Yeah. Now we have a guy who's 25. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> a guy in his prime uh yes so yes i i am excited i'm excited last season was such a you know such a big wet fart i'm 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 ready for um just a a a decent you know uh play in you know bottom seed playoff caliber team until you know if when something shakes shakes things up, um, the roster as is, you know, I'm 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 trying so desperately hard to talk myself into a Randall rebound year. I'm trying so so hard, Ugh. you know, not not Randall, you know, all star for yeah. you know second team Randall. I'm talking myself into just like a solid season like the season he had with New Orleans, I would take that. You know? In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Um and I, I, I think like I'm my hope is maybe I'm putting too many eggs into the Jalen Brunson basket. And I probably am. But I'm just expecting there to be much more flow to the offense now. Um you know you you have a guy that uh can is a real point guard. And I'm so I'm hoping that that helps RJ that helps Julius. God forbid that helps Evan Fournier,
1: <laughs> you know, like I forgot how uh, much distaste you had for the baguette. <sighs> it's a baguette. It's so delicious. I mean, I look, I love, I love the
2: French. I love French food. He, escargot he escargot a, guy. Yeah. Oh, I love escargot. I, love I escargot mean, heck, heck when you, you know, I can understand you're like, Oh, when you think ab- about what it is being deterred, but how can you not love something just sitting in butter and garlic? It's, I mean, come on. It's incredible.
1: You dip that, the baguette in it. That's the you, need the, you need the French bread to dip in the butter after you eat it, man. Yeah. I love this guy. I want to go right now. Um, no, but here's the thing, like, you know why it's easy to talk yourself into because the addition of Brunson, and we've spent all this time this summer talking about how we can't give up these kids because their potential is so high. Well, now if we keep them and we don't get Mitchell, which again, I think we both still believe it's gonna happen, but like just on the on the chance it doesn't, like we get to keep all of the kids and theoretically see them play more than they did last year because there are Going to be, you know, there's going to be a little bit more more time for them, and not as many impediments standing in their way. Um, and look, I think it's, if, it's reasonable. If, and if
2: the Mitchell trade doesn't happen going into the season, you know, I I'm sure there's going to be pressure from the front office to showcase the young talent more. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. I, you know the, uh, Obi especially. I feel like there's going to be pressure to. Uh, to have them just yeah to showcase them in case there is a trade that pops up you know you have to you have to sorry Tibbs he, I, like I know that's his
1: kryptonite but nah, like, he, you know I, listen we, we he did the little redemption tour through the newspapers um, mm-hmm. shout out to B- Mark Berman uh, come, <laughs> come back come back Mark we miss you um, but yeah, it, it 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 that has to happen. That's a that's a non-negotiable OB 20 minutes a game, somehow, some way. It has to happen. It's not, it's it's a it's a non-starter. Um well uh, hopefully he is he is a starter. That would be even better. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, no, I think there's a lot to get excited about. I think they they make a lot more sense. I do think a lot of it hinges on Randall um just buying in to the fact that he is very much clearly not going to be the guy anymore. And, you know, I think last year that really mind fucked him. Not that he he was still the guy last year, but his, you know, the MO of like, you have to change your way. You play a little bit to accommodate Fournier and Canva coming in. I think that's, that's part of what screwed him up. I don't think that's going to be the case as much this year, because if you're him, I mean, I don't know. Don't you have to be like, can't get any worse. Um, yeah. I've actually, I'm, I'm, I, I talked wa- myself into it.
2: I'm watching the captain uh, right now, which is uh, yes, sensational. Sorry to Mets fans out there, uh, but like, you know, shoot, shoot that, that series into my veins. Uh, Cause I'm just like, like everything, like music, like Nick's lore. I just, I like to just live in the nineties forever. Great time. Uh, the nostalgia for that time in the, in New York, especially, it was just like is was, was the best. It was just like all the teams were great. It it, it 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 was awesome. Sorry, I mean sorry, Jets fans,
1: but you know, like the Jets, um, the the they were oh, the, the AFC. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, the, championship game with Testaverde. Was that ninety nine or that I, was ninety? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So even 90. the even the Jets had a little happiness. Yeah. Um. But I, you know, you 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 listen to Derek talk about. Um, what it's like playing in New York, and I just can't stop thinking about Julius. Really, because you you hear um the poise that he has, and like you know he there was a season where he was slumping and getting booed bad. This is Derek Jeter. I remember. I remember that well. Multiple rings. Multiple rings by that point. Getting booed, and you know he he took a you know he took it on the chin. You know, like that's you have to do that and. When A Rod comes in, he you know obviously wasn't happy about it, but like he 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 rolled with the punches and you know and he did what was right for the team and I'm just like man Ju- uh, Julius needs to take a, a you know a, a chapter out of that book because because that was really I think what went so bad last year is that and look I, I I can't even imagine what that's like to play in New York as as a as a star athlete. It, it is the, the amount of pressure is great but also it's like you should want that <laughs> you know like he that, mean, that means it. that means that you are a star which is like isn't that what you want a star where the where the lights are brightest and you just have to look when things are are not going great you got to be better about like just taking responsibility and, you know, and sucking it up. I mean, that's, that's a part of the deal. You know, that's, that's the yin and the yang of being the, the, what, you know, I say leader in quotes, you know, like the leader of the team, but he, he made
1: himself out to be the leader. Right. And so when your leader is, you know, talk about melting into a puddle, you know, right in front of your eyes and multiple occasions last year, it wasn't just the thumbs down. It was the, you know, I remember the getting ejected in the sun's game. It was the scuffle he got into, I think it was against the Pacers, Um, you know, which is, I mean, it was just all this, the, the bullshit. um, Oh, after they won the game, I think it was against, was it against the bulls or somebody they they won a game in dramatic (laughs) fashion. And then he just walks off the court and walks back to the locker room because it wasn't through him. At the end, right. like right, he let that all build on itself to the point where it was beyond unhealthy. I cannot imagine I literally can't imagine it gets worse. yeah it can't he it can't possibly play worse um is is what I tell myself. so if have to. if <laughs> if he comes back and he has a better year. And then you got Brunson doing his thing and you get RJ hopefully being a little bit more efficient. And then Grimes is probably honestly the more we talk about him, the more I think about him, I think he might be I think he might be the guy I'm most excited about to see next year. Yeah. What he what he could do in year two. Because here's the other thing. If he's on the team, you don't trade him and he's your starting two guard. Mm-hmm. Man, you want to talk about rising value, asset value. He, I think he's gonna have a chance to look pretty good in that role if he gets yeah. it, but we'll we'll, we'll see. Um, yep. as, as I always do before I any, anything else we didn't cover, Knicks wise, basketball wise, NBA wise. No, there's nothing happening. <laughs> um, Not really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> this is the drags, man. This is always the tough part. It's like, oh, just wait until October is just brutal.
1: I mean, I always tell myself camp opens at the end of September. Yep, that's my thing. Um, but yeah, what do you? So yeah, uh, we'll end with this. What What do you? Anything cooking? Anything on the hop? Or any any place we should look to see? No, no. Nah, there's a. I mean, some credit karma commercial
2: that's airing right now. Apparently, I haven't seen it, but people have told me they've seen it. So, it's look it's out not. For going, it's
1: not. Is that going <laughs> on the real or is it not?
2: <laughs> I don't think it's gonna make the real Yeah, it's go, it's going right before Will Ferrell. Yeah, the the credit karma commercial. Now, shout out to credit karma. Thank you for uh, paying my bills for like, hopefully <laughs> the, uh, next few months. So uh, no, the, the 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 people from Credit Karma were were very nice. So I'm sure they're lovely people. Shout to them, and they let me improvise a shit ton. I'm, I'm sure none of it made it into the commercial because it couldn't possibly because they let me be so crazy. But uh, now you make me want to see the commercial. Wow, the, the, I'm sure the the final cut of the commercial is. Uh, exactly the script because that's how it always goes they go oh riff we'll have your riff like and then you just like improv i was improvising for hours and i'm sure none of it made it into the commercial that's a
1: little disheartening
2: i mean that's you get pretty used to that that's how it goes yeah because then the the writers of the commercial go no we're just gonna stick to what we wrote (laughs) i think that's fair yeah Um, um but yeah you know Trucking along, trucking along. The, the summer is always a little, little quiet. So September rolls around, stuff picks up.
1: Training camp, acting work, all the good. I'm, stuff. I'm trying to, I'm trying to enjoy the downtime. But I'm like you. Yeah, I'm like you. You especially need to enjoy it
2: because I mean but that's the it, yes the Knicks, the Knicks film school machine needs a break.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. I do need to try to enjoy it, but it it, it does take effort for me to enjoy downtime. I understand that. Although
2: I think I, I, you feel guilty.
1: You feel, you feel guilty. You feel guilty that you're not writing something. If I'm not doing, if I'm not doing something, I'm like, what, you know, I should be doing something right now, but no, we've been doing a good job. I think this week, especially we did the Hershey thing. Mm -hmm. We took, I went to, here's one for you. For the first time, since I was probably eight or nine years old. So we're talking 30 years. Went to the Staten Island zoo with my wife and two kids yesterday. Wait, I'm sorry. The Staten what, zoo? Island Zoo. What zoo? The Staten
2: Island Zoo. That's at the old uh, insane asylum, right? <laughs> did you ever I gotta watch that, tell you, man. that documentary Cropsey? Was it Cropsey? Is that what it was called? About I the not, I, I didn't catch that one. Well, you lived it. You lived it. I did. So you, it. You're a Staten Island boy.
1: But no, I got to tell you, shout out to the folks at the Staten Island Zoo. Fantastic, fantastic zoo experience. Really? Um, Really much, it, I put the, it, the the chimpanzees are eating pizza and <laughs> no chimpanzees. Several other types of of, uh, of primates though, um, and there was a they still got an anaconda. Uh, uh, yeah, a python and an anaconda. They got some kind of uh, some kind of big cat. I forget the name of it. It was cool, but it was, it was a good zoo experience. And then today, this morning, we we're like we're gonna we were like we are going to we got to give our daughter some culture took the kids to the met look at you yeah wow yes
2: it's you know what that's a great like f- first like kind of art museum for kids
1: that was my that was my thought it's very it, it, like, you it's like a, it, a lot of stimulation a lot of stuff yes yeah yeah so they the older ones interest lasted for close to an hour so oh, i was that's good i was that's pleased good. i was nice. pleased. yeah um look at you but yeah you know i'm t- I'm trying to make the best of the time yeah good good and then you know intermittently write about and talk about the next yeah. this is what we do yeah <laughs> i love that smile <laughs> <laughs> you're like get the fucking Mitchell trade done already so i could oh. all of my life yeah i'm so tired of hearing about it but you know um well, tell the folks at home before I let you go where, where they could find you and where they can hear your voice, more importantly. Well, you can always,
2: I should say, I shouldn't say always. I've been on a bit of a hiatus from both my podcasts, but we're about to record this week. So you can find me uh, at the Super Hoopers podcast on our beloved Blue Wire uh, network, as well as O Sopranos podcast. We're going episode by episode, taking our sweet time going episode by episode we're we're in uh six a five, right, right now we're we're it. we're we have made it to season six so oh you're up to six we're behind yeah we're we're a little stalled out but like yeah we're because we're like well once we finish the series what do we do like it's the podcast just ends and then we're like should we do boardwalk empire should we oh um one of my co-hosts actually is a he's obviously a monster sopranos fan he never watched boardwalk empire i'm like what this seems crazy to me. Look, it's not as good of a show. I watched a I, couple
1: episodes, I think.
2: I love Terry Winters. I think he was one of the best uh, writers on Sopranos. Uh-huh. And the thing about Boardwalk is that uh, it kept you on your toes so well. And um, Bobby Cannavale, his character, he's only in one season. Jip uh, Rosetti is like one of the greatest television characters ever. Uh, really, Like uh, hands down, like under underrated, uh, performance. He is unbelievable. He's just a- an unbelievable villain. Um, I think it's season three that he pops up in. Um, but so we're, so, you know, we're, we're really trying to stretch out, uh, the Sopranos, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, but yeah, we're in 6A and yeah, you can find me at Super Rubers, which is an NBA podcast for those who don't know, um, a, a comedy podcast. So it might be a nice escape right now with, uh, you know, everybody having their awful, you know, very serious NBA takes to listen to three guys, you know,
1: just fuck I, around. I just looked up Bobby Canterally is 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 with Rose Byrne. Yes. Yeah, I think they've been together for a long time. For like a decade. Yeah. I was looking him up because I swear if anybody has any information on this, feel free to DM me or something. I swear I thought I saw him in in the neighborhood here in Brooklyn. He feels like a guy who would oh, in Brooklyn, sure. right? Absolutely. He's he seems like a guy I would want to hang
2: out with. You know, which I can't say yeah, about many actors. I, I hate most actors. So you really uh I just especially like actors who like to talk about being an actor. I just like, I just have no patience for that. I want to talk about anything other than being an actor. So that being said, yeah, see me in the credit karma commercial. You can always uh, go check me out on, uh, as we see it on Amazon. I'm in a few episodes of that. Uh, If you haven't checked that out, it's a wonderful show. Um, And
1: um, yeah, you know, find me on Twitter making memes. Speaking of Twitter to close the loop on the genie bus thing, she ah, got hacked. Found it. It, it, it. She she's got hacked. Someone's hacking PS fives from her account. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it was, that's, what, it was that's the Bontemps thing from a few months ago. It's
2: like a picture of a, a PS five too. Is Bontemps the like uh, the the writer that's been faked the most? I feel like that became like its own like meme, like uh, <laughs> like fake Bond temps, uh uh tweets. I don't know. <laughs> I. I yeah, there was I. I that poor, that poor woge. guy. Him, him, and Jeff Passin, uh, uh You know, oh. it's like like the MLB Woge, basically. Like, I feel like they they get their tweets faked. Big, many, big week for times.
1: that guy. Well, yeah. um, 40, you're the best.
2: You're the best. You're the best. I'm glad we finally did this again. And uh, yeah, I'll I'll come back on when there's like shit to talk about. <laughs> we'll
1: do it again before <laughs> the season. I know that. Yeah, for yeah sure. stay on. For sure. Stay on for a second. Uh, I'm gonna sign off right now. Uh, everybody, thanks for checking out another episode of the Next Film School podcast. See, this is how you know you're more than a front of the pot. I never do the <laughs> sign off with anybody else. I'm going to do it with you, still here. Oh, yeah. Uh, don't forget as as, as you should with uh, funny pods. Uh, leave us a nice review, five star rating, and of course, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, subscribe. And uh, yeah, we'll be back with another episode, another another pick draft. This the second pick draft. Me, Jeremy, Andrew. It'll be coming your way, uh, dropping midnight Sunday into Monday. So check that out. And of course, if and when news breaks, we'll be there, uh, especially now that Andrew's done with his vacation in Miami. So he'll he'll be here on the ground and we'll be able to be able to do that. But of course, nothing's going to happen because we live in a Kafka novel and yeah. um, we're just going to perpetually go on in trade negotiation purgatory uh all right that's it uh, appreciate it have a good weekend talk to you soon peace out